हेलो दिस इज गुरमेहर फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज फ्राइडे द्वेंटी टूडे इन अयरिंग रिलेटेड टू द मर्डर ऑफ गैंगस्टर टर्न पॉलिटिशियन आतिक अहमद एंड इज ब्रदर द सुप्रीम कोर्ट आस्ट द उत्तर प्रदेश पुलिस टू फर्निश एन एक्सप्लेनेशन ऑन वाई द ब्रदर्स व परेडेड इन स्टेड ऑफ बींग टेकन टू द हॉस्पिटल डायरेक्टली Atik Ahmed and his brother were shot dead by assailants disguised as journalists while being taken for a medical examination on 15th of April. The court further asked senior advocate Mukul Rohatki representing the state police about how the attackers knew that the brothers would be brought to Motilal Nehru Divisional Hospital in Prayagraj that day. Rohatki informed the court that the police were obligated to bring their accused to the hospital for medical examination every 2 days while the assailants came to the hospital premises 2 days in a row before the attack. Rohatgi further said that Ahmed and his family including his son who was killed in a police encounter a few days earlier were involved in heinous crimes. The state attempted to link the murders with the family's criminal past. Rohatgi added that an inquiry commission had been formed with two former high court chief justices and another judge to investigate the murders. The court ordered the state to file a comprehensive affidavit detailing the steps taken by the Uttar Pradesh government to investigate the killings. Petitioner advocate Vishal Tiwari argued that there was a pattern emerging in these deaths and requested that the court form an independent committee headed by a retired Supreme Court judge. The petition requested that the court issue guidelines to safeguard the rule of law by constituting an independent expert committee under the chairmanship of former Supreme Court justice to inquire into the 183 encounters that had occurred in the 6 years of Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath led government. The court said that if a pattern emerges they may ask a commission to look into it. It also asked the state to place on record the follow-up measures that were taken into the Uttar Pradesh police encounter of gangster Vikas Dube in 2020 based on a report by commission headed by former Supreme Court judge Justice P.S. Chauhan. Earlier today the defense ministers of India, Russia, China and other member nations of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization met to discuss pressing regional security challenges and related issues. The meeting hosted in New Delhi was chaired by Defence Minister Rajnath Singh. Singh urged the SCO member nations to work towards eliminating terrorism in all its forms and fix accountability on its supporters. Singh said, and I quote, if a nation shelters terrorists, it not only possesses a threat to others but to itself too. The radicalization of youth is a cause of concern not only from the point of view of security but it is also a major obstacle in the path of socio-economic progress of society. Unquote. The meeting was attended by the defense ministers of all member countries in person except Pakistan whose representatives joined the deliberations virtually. The main focus on the meeting was on regional security situations including developments in Afghanistan. Officials said enhancing coordination among the SCO member countries to effectively combat terrorism and extremism was another priority. The SCO is an influential economic and security bloc and has emerged as one of the largest trans-regional international organizations. India has shown a keen interest in deepening its security-related cooperation with the SCO and its regional anti-terrorism structure, which specifically deals with issues relating to security and defense. India became a permanent member of the SCO in 2017 after being an observer since 2005. Listeners, Subhash Chandra unlike other indian media moguls is self-made and diversified into various industries on his website he aims to take the news to new heights and create an indian metaverse however one thing is in his way his debts z media's merger with sony hinges on resolving outstanding debt but the question arises 
how did he fall from grace and will he ever bounce back to know more read my colleague tanishka's report titled subhash chandra's collapsing house of cards we're able to bring you such reports and analysis because you've got our back subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month Today the Central Bureau of Investigation questioned former Jammu and Kashmir Governor Satyapal Malik in connection with an ongoing probe into an alleged insurance scam in the Union territory according to officials the investigation began after Malik's statement that he was offered bribes to clear files related to an insurance scheme according to officials a CBI team arrived at Malik's residence in Delhi to seek clarification from him on his claims however Malik is not currently an accused or a suspect in the case This is the second time in 7 months that Malik will be quizzed by the CBI. The CBI has registered two FIRs in connection with the corruption allegations leveled by Malik. The allegations relate to the awarding of contracts for a group medical insurance scheme for government employees and civil work worth 2200 crore rupees related to the Kiro hydroelectric power project in Jammu and Kashmir. Malik had claimed that he was offered a bribe of rupees 300 crore for clearing two files during his tenure as a Jammu and Kashmir governor between August 23, 2018 and October 30, 2019. In response to the CBI notice, Malik had tweeted, and I quote, "I've exposed the sins of some people by speaking the truth. Maybe that's why I have been called. I am the son of a farmer, I will not panic. I stand by the truth." unquote. Today the Supreme Court directed activist Gautam Navlakar who is under house arrest in the Yelgad Parishad Maoist Blinks case to deposit an additional 8 lakh rupees as expenses for the police personnel who are providing security to him. This is in addition to the initial direction given by the court in November 2022 which required Navlakar to deposit 2.4 lakh rupees for the expenses to be borne by the state for providing police personnel for his security. The court passed this order after additional solicitor general SV Raju submitted that a total bill of rupees 66 lakh was pending. The top court also directed Raju to file a reply within 2 weeks on Navlakar's plea seeking to be shifted from the public library in Mumbai to some other place in the city as the public library needs to be vacated. On Navlakar's request to be allowed a walk for 45 minutes, Raju said he would seek instructions. The ASG said even the police personnel are forced to walk with him. The Apex Court had earlier allowed Navlakar, who was then lodged in Navi Mumbai's Taloja Prison, to be placed under house arrest owing to his deteriorating health. Since then, the court has extended the tenure of the activist house arrest several times. In November 2022, the Supreme Court had noted that the activist has been in custody since April 14, 2020, and prima facie, there is no reason to reject his medical report. The court had said Navlakar does not have any criminal background except for this case and even the government of India had appointed him as a mediator to hold talks with the Maoists. Russia has launched a series of airstrikes on multiple cities in Ukraine including the capital Kyiv, killing at least 12 people. A block of flats in Oman was hit, killing another 10 people including a child. The state rescue service confirmed that at least 11 people were injured and needed hospital treatment. In the city of Dnipro, a woman and her 3-year-old daughter were killed. Explosions were also reported in the cities of Kremenchuk and Poltava. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky called for further international action against Russia, saying that, and I quote, "global sanctions must be enhanced." Unquote. He also noted that the attacks damaged 10 residential buildings in Oman, including the apartment block where the child was killed. 
21 out of 23 missiles and two attack drones were shot down by the Ukraine's air defense system. The attacks come as Ukrainian forces are reportedly preparing for a military offensive with the new equipment, including tanks supplied by Western allies. Moscow has previously claimed that it does not intentionally target civilians, but thousands have been killed and injured across Ukraine since Russia's invasion. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.